Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back to another amazing app. Why am I on the bottom? This is ridiculous. Oh, shit. My bad. You know what? Leave me there because the Rangers are winning right now, and I've been on the bottom this whole time. After the game, you can move me. Anyway, as you can tell, we're watching the Rangers games. Game five of the series against Pittsburgh Penguins. Rangers are winning 4-3 right now, 35 seconds left in the period. Third period, that is. Empty net for Pittsburgh. And I'm very distracted, obviously, because this is uh, this game's coming to an end. Well, let me take over for you because I'm not watching it. Because when, when I went to put my daughter to get sleep, in the net, get in the fucking went, net. They went. Let's the go, motherfuckers! Let's go, baby! Let's go. I'm assuming it's five three now. Fuck you, five three Rangers. Let's go. That was a great reaction. Let's that go. Was amazing live. Lingering. Fucking Pennsylvania trash the fuck out of New York City right now. Fuck them. <laughs> so I, I can't scream because they're freaking next door. But... Fuck out of here. I hope Sidney Crosby's getting emergency surgery right now. I really do. I hope he's at the hospital right now getting told you'll never walk again, let alone skate. Fuck. <laughs> Sidney Crosby. Allegedly. No. <laughs> just I was clapping up for TJ in that rant because it was fucking money. Yeah, so as I was saying, I've been when, death on that guy all week. So Nick, as I was saying, was that uh, it was two nothing Pittsburgh when I went to put Santa to sleep, and when I got down, it was three three. Here we go. So Here we go. Like, a little action at the end. I can't watch the rest of this game, so I'm not watching. That's why only TJ and Nick were cheering at that point. But since they're distracted, I just want to talk about a new sponsor, Piper Golf. I got the hat on today. They also have. Awesome balls. This is a sample. So he's <laughs> golf balls, that is. If they have awesome balls, they might end up in Sidney Crosby's mouth. <laughs> so I ordered a sample pack. Me and TJ ordered a sample pack. So we're going to be getting into these soon, testing them out. They have different ones. They have green, blue, black, and gold balls. The balls are all uh, differently based upon your handicap. So 
People who are like TJ will probably be in the back, black and gold range. People who are like me will, and Nick will be in the green and blue range. So, uh, generous, sir. I'm in the green range. Okay. When you talk about a handicap in golf, I might as well have one arm. <laughs> so, there's our promo code there. Go to score 10. I mean, sorry, go to Piper Golf, Piper.golf, promo code score 10 for 10% off your entire purchase. Uh, the great sponsor. Actually, this hat is super comfortable too. It's like super light. This is amazing. Looks I'm nice. Wearing this hat all the time next time. I'm gonna need you to put me in that upper right hand corner. I just is the game over? Yeah, it's over. Rangers yeah. win. Rangers win, baby. Oh, keep staying. So alive. I get put on the bottom. What is this? We're we'll be on the bottom soon because we're gonna invite our two other guests. Because besides the sponsor, we have a pretty we have pretty big news for our podcast. So let me uh, introduce the next two people that we have coming on. This is Sal, who's no longer an intern. No longer intern, Sal. No longer intern, Sal. And I'll get some feedback. I wonder where it's coming from. That might be me. Oh. Uh, and Matt, who's always helped with some WWE sleeves. trivia. So we had to find some sleeves. <laughs> found some sleeves before he wasn't uh. sleeveless. Found some sleeves, uh, and we have big news. So now we're going to start doing uh, wrestling-centric, wrestling-only episodes. For, it's going to be called the Wrestling Annex. It's going to be starring these two on the bottom here. Sal oh, and Nick, that was much better. Because you're in the middle. It's like perfect. That was uh, good. That and was Matt. Good. So Sal and Matt are going to be doing that. So Sal's no longer an intern. He's he's now an official member of the Addicts. That's right. With the Wrestling Addicts. And Matt is no longer just a trivia guy, guy on the couch. He is officially <laughs> a wrestling addict, so we're happy to have them both on. Guys, how are you feeling about the invite into the uh, the Addicts podcasts? I'm excited. I'm excited That's for this new movie. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you guys are filming when tomorrow? Yes. Yes. And then you guys, I'm assuming you guys will be have it ready by Friday. We should be having an episode out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So that that that's a new thing we got going on. And then we're also going to go into me and Matt are going to start doing more of our TV addicts type of thing. So we're switching. It's not going to be just this is the rest of us. We're not going to do this is us anymore once it's over. We're going to move on. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't spoke to Matt yet, but our number one fan right now is my wife. She loves Matt. <laughs> the random things Matt says. Um, and she said that she's like, I hope you guys do the show that I like next. So Matt, you watch Ozarks, right? Oh, I'm not done with it yet, but yes. Neither am I. I'm not either. I still have a couple episodes. So we're going to do Ozarks next. We're going to probably do the entire – we should probably do the entire season, but we'll probably have to do like a couple episodes per episode. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That'll that'll be the next thing. So we have to come up with the graphics and everything like that. But follow I don't know shit about fuck. (laughs) Follow Matt and Sal on their new handle, the Wrestling Addicts, and then also on their personal handles, which are MFO729 for Matt. And then Sal, did you change yours or you're still Sal underscore Casella? I'm still Sal underscore Casella. Okay, so Sal underscore Casella is where you can find Sal. And since we have them here already, we're going to jump right into WWE trivia. We're doing a little switching it up. We're not going to the sports yet. Rangers won, so we're all excited. I got my bourbon here. Uh, Shout out to Third Period Bourbon. He hung out with us after last time, the Game 5 rapid reaction. I mean, Game 4 rapid reaction. And we were all uh, just drinking, enjoying it because it was uh, absolutely listen was depressing. My, but today, my man Dave over at Third Period Bourbon, we were talking to each other all night through Twitter, letting letting the fucking yes. Garden Faithful know what's up, tweeting it out. But we've been bullshitting all night. I love connecting with Ranger fans, especially Ranger fans as passionate as me and Nick, because we wish death upon people. 
That's how it goes. I don't give a I'm shit. Not passionate enough? You don't have you wished death upon anybody tonight? Well, I don't like wishing death upon people because I think it's rude. But who gives a shit about rude? <laughs> rude. I, I mean, Nick asked, Nick asked a valid question. He said, "If you could murder and get away with it, any five athletes, who would it be?" And you didn't even pose an answer. I mean, me and him went back and forth. I threw out some good ones. I said Crosby's up there. I said definitely Brad Marchand. I said Joe Kelly if I could do it with my fists. And then I added Malkin to the list because fuck him. Uh, I would do James. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James, uh, what's the same guy, Crosby, hate Crosby, Jose Altuve, uh, Alex Bregman, and uh, George Springer. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of Houston. Uh, Nick Fox is cut the hole in their lineup. Oh, Nick, Nick, you're muted. My fifth uh, is a uh, my fifth is a revolving door of uh, whoever I feel like this week. So I said Tom Brady, uh, Crosby, Brad Marchand, um. Damn, who did I, who else did I say? Should we really be saying this on the podcast? Though? Because now yeah, I realize Brett, it. Brett Gardner is your flipper flop. Any of them yeah. turn up dead. They're going to play this back in court against us. <laughs> I, I said, I, I have said, a great I alibi. I'm, I'm here with you, boys. David Ortiz and Brad Marchand. All right. Uh, and then I was like, Brett Gardner? I might kill Brett Gardner. Oh, <laughs> we're we're, we're getting away from the point. The point I wanted to make is we connected with our boy at uh, Third Period Bourbon. Guy Dave, awesome dude, awesome Ranger fan. Marines, he's living down in Florida right now, away from the New York atmosphere, but he's still rooting his ass off. So shout out to third period bourbon. He's a Duval. <laughs> I'm having a third period scotch, and it never tasted so sweet. Yeah, I got my third period bourbon right now. It's too sweet. I have a bourbon here as well. Uh, I had a drink of bourbon after watching This Is Us. TJ <laughs> would, would have revoked oh my, my man God. Carter, definitely. Uh, dude, T- turned the wine in for some bourbon. Be more manly. But first my of goodness. all, TJ, I, I take offense to that because you said I'm not as passionate as you guys. I didn't watch the second and third periods because I was afraid to jinx the fucking Rangers. So, no, you were afraid, you were afraid of making me. You were afraid of making me and Nick's list because we can make that happen. You're oh, exactly. So if, I had, if I had turned that game on and they lost, you guys would have been like, Anthony's fucking dead to us. Uh, I would have been outside your house. You just made the list. Yeah, exactly. So I avoided I would the just, list. I would have stood outside and just pointed. Like, yeah, yeah, I avoided it. I didn't watch the third period. And good thing the Rangers won. And I guess I won't be watching the next game until – I guess I can't watch until they lose, right? So you pretty much can't watch anymore then. You know what though? Uh, this is actually a pretty good question. I know we're supposed to go WWE trivia, but if you if you your team can win a championship, you could celebrate the championship, but you can't watch a single game the entire way. Would you do it? Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Hundred percent. Everyone agreed with that. So that's what I'm doing. If if me not watching the Rangers leads to a championship, fuck yeah, I'm 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 on board for it, dude. I would literally not watch. Cel- I wouldn't even celebrate the championship. Somebody would tell me, I would just nod, and then I would go back and watch all the games and celebrate them like they were fucking live. <laughs> I would binge that shit like you binge uh, This Is Us. But I wouldn't sit there with a tampon in my ass and a Midol in my hand and sipping on a Cosmo. Hey, hey, hey. But he would cry just as hard at the end. And first of all, see, don't binge I, it. I never binged it. I watch weekly, okay? Yeah. That's yeah. even worse. That's he sets worse. time aside for it. Yeah, definitely. You set your alarm. You get your box of Kleenex, put it right next to you. Your wife hey, walks to the room and just <laughs> hurls unsettling comments. 
about your uh, potential, not potential heterosexuality. Like she has to question it. God. Uh, TJ's going in. Very uncouth, but that's some bourbon. Listen, dude, I I mean, you you just put it out yeah, there. right? I mean, you put it out TJ there. TJ got a universe. couple of bourbons. He's going in. Oh, God. Listen, I'm just saying, I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. I have a buddy at work that is, you know, out and about. He, he's uh, a gay man, very proud gay man, awesome dude. And obviously I, I work like a, you know, grunt style job, a very manly job. And we're all sitting there at lunch and my two buddies are watching Little Women is on the TV in the lunchroom. And I walk in and- Was it Matt and, and Anthony? No. <laughs> I've actually never seen Little so, Women. So, so I, I walk in, I look at them. One of the guys is like six <laughs> foot six, three hundred fifty pounds. Uh, got an invite to play arena football. Manly man. I look at them, look at the TV, and I just go, "What are you two homosexuals watching?" And my buddy, who is out of the closet, living life loud and proud, goes, "Yeah, even I don't watch this fucking shit." <laughs> fucking friends for life. I was Wait, like, do yes. I know that guy? You do not. That is not our mutual friend. I found it. the movie when he's like, I'm, he's like, I have sex with men and I've never done anything that gay. <laughs> what is that? Where's that from? I think it's in The Office. Is it the, oh, is it The Office? The, uh, Oscar says oh, something along the line. Besides Oscar's actually being oh, yeah, the yeah, Finer yeah. Things Club is the gayest thing I do. Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> besides having sex with men. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, now that we, that's a great. Great segue into wrestling <laughs> trivia. There's nothing wrong with oiling yourself up and grabbing other dudes. <laughs> there is if they object. That's called sexual assault, brother. Yeah. All right, Nick. And that makes I think that's what? the point of pinning and getting the three count, right? <laughs> Are you ready? Before we get started, if you guys haven't seen that phone tap where they do the John Cena thing, you need to watch the John Cena phone tap. <laughs> I have to go back. I have to watch it because you told the me about it. funniest thing in the world. All right. Anyway. Well, boys, I'm just going to remove everyone for a quick second because we have some controversy from last week. So I want to replay Uh-oh. it for everybody who didn't see it last week. Some of the controversy that went down. Uh, someone call it the Matriol Screwjob. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say some, I mean just me. I thought of that. Um, <laughs> I like that. So I'm going to remove you guys real quick. Oh, sorry. I left you guys. And then, oh, it's just me, but I'm going to play it right now. Actually, Nick should get seven on that because he said Linda, but he had Austin instead of Foley. Foley. Hey, guess so, what? I make the fucking rules, okay? <laughs> I'm holding up the integrity. Someone no, asked. it's not integrity because the question was that you have to name the four wrestlers and then you get an extra point if you pair them correctly. So, therefore, he did not name the fourth wrestler correctly. Good day, <laughs> sir. You lose. Actually, I'm going to win for the third time in a row. Let's go. We'll see about that. We'll, we'll screw Matt. And it, just because of the audacity to sit here and say that he was going to win. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's a Montreal screw job about to go down in a little bit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bring the bell. Bring the bell. Bring the goddamn bell. All right. Hobbit Mania 2000 or 16 opened with Godfather with D'Lo Brown versus Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan. Besides the whole train, who accompanied Godfather and D'Lo Brown? DJ, let's go. I have no idea. I said Pam Anderson. 
That is actually correct, TJ. <laughs> no chance. No, it's not. <laughs> she was smart on the whole train. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, the right? movie's down the fucking aisle. We added a celebrity hoe. <laughs> Why not? If Lita uh, can be a hoe and Victoria can be a hoe, Pam Anderson can definitely be a hoe. Wasn't Absolutely. it Ivory, too? Wasn't Ivory a hoe? I think so. Yeah, she yeah, started on the whole train. Oh, yeah, uh, I Nick, think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, I don't know. I wrote, I don't know. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Oh, wow. Sal? Ice tea. Sal got it. Yes, he's uh, right, because pimping ain't easy. Oh, he's wrong. That's not how you spell ice tea. Oh, wow. Too bad it's not a spelling contest. Ice tea. His name is not ice tea. No, object and not a person. Spelled an object and not a person. Sal? I mean, I'm sorry, Matt. He came out with Ice T, the rapper, not Ice T. Yeah, Ice T. <laughs> he does not spell but, it with T E A. But he it doesn't matter. The... I'm just telling nope. you, Ice T. Judges Sorry. call. Judges call. Okay. <laughs> judges, yeah, judges. That's fine. <laughs> Matt, what's your explanation about why why you should win? You ask us to write our answers down. <laughs> and I muted him. Congratulations, Sal. Wow. <laughs> we didn't have anything to fix with. I know. Really? I did it to myself. You did it to yourself. I played myself. <laughs> Listen, Matt screwed Matt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now I'm going to bring everyone back real quick because now there was actually a little bit of controversy with that. So we took away points away from, from Matt because of that. But I wanted to be upset about this a week later. I wanted to play that because I just wanted to prove once again. So the only person, nobody technically got it right then because of this right here. Our former intern tried to sneak one past us and. You can't sneak past someone who watches every episode afterwards. All right, Sal, give us the points. I have 14, Nick has 10, TJ has 4, and Matt has 16. Bring here. Let's go. I'm going all in. Why not? Six shooting of my nature. All in. Bye. 10. Two points. Look at that guilty face. Sal, the best is if you rewatch the first clip when Matt writes Ice-T and Nick calls him out on it, Sal is laughing, looking down as if I think he's crossing out. <laughs> Sal. I pulled the Shawn Michaels. What are you going to do? Sal wrote Ice-T, the, the, uh, the drink, not Ice-T, yeah, the wrote... rapper. Yep. Therefore, Sal, you were being stripped of your win last week. Wow. And because everyone got it wrong and everyone went all in, the only person who didn't go all in is last week's champion, TJ Doyle. <laughs> TJ Doyle. Congratulations on your win. Bask in my greatness, motherfuckers. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy I mean, shit. Three times. Three times. I've done it to you wow. three times, boys. I know zero about the WWE, but yet I am on top of the pedestal with the gold around my neck like Kurt Angle. You know what, Sal? Not for nothing. This is not the way to start a relationship. It's not. No. Honestly, when Anthony, when you replayed it and you took us all out, when Sal held it up, I'm like, 
is that TEA or, or, or am I still bitter from last week? <laughs> Definitely still bitter from last week. <laughs> to be honest, I went outside and I smoked and I forgot all about it. So you bringing this Listen, up now, I appreciate it. I want, <laughs> Guys, I want you to know, Matt, all of this is not personal. It's not personal at all. Guys, if I can give you any advice, you know, as your current champion, as the way to be a champion, it is to rock some school board addict swag. I got the Kako Tuesday shirt on. Rangers get a win tonight. You got to rock the school board addict swag if you want to win. Nick knows what I'm talking about. He's got the lid on. I mean, come on now. Or you can wear Piper Golf, too. Listen, Piper Golf is great on the golf course. It but is. during WWE trivia, if you're not rocking the school board addict swag, you're just not in the mix. No, and I, I think Matt, maybe Matt, you accused me of having no integrity last week. Is this not integrity? I went back and rewatched it to make sure that, that Sal had iced tea, the rapper. I want to go ahead and retract my inappropriate statement from last week saying <laughs> I was it was it was emotional and I apologize. You you have integrity and I appreciate what you're doing for the wrestling trivia. And TJ, go fill yourself up with another glass of bourbon, my friend, because congratulations on your win from Thank last you, week. Sir. It's actually I pretty appreciate That's TJ's third win, and it's only because <laughs> he doesn't go all in. <laughs> Might be a lesson for the rest of you. Nope, got to do it still. still oh, go baby. <laughs> all right. I'm going to get zero points today, so don't worry, boys. <laughs> Oh, so, what did Nick grab? Timeout. What did Nick grab? A little victory scotch. Woo! Let me see a celebratory sip right from the bottle. Yeah, let's see it. Kill it. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, he's going to kill it. Oh. Yes. Uh-oh. This was one time Nick once did a shot of hot sauce during the podcast, which was crazy. Listen, all I know <laughs> is if you see somebody on an electric bike going down Slauson Avenue bopping and weaving, that's my man Nick. <laughs> can't get a DUI in an e-bike or can you that you is a beautiful be bike you can't you actually can get a DUI ask Snooki <laughs> she did it no one listen to I mean, TJ uh, I'm I'm a lawyer and yes you can get a DUI <laughs> no, oh, hold on raise your hand if you got a DUI on a bike on this podcast nobody it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah because five people out of entire country never mind Dude, that's a that. solid solid polling group <laughs> yeah, aren't most statistics one out of five? It's true, and the thing, and we all have different age groups. Matt's like fifty, Sal's five, <laughs> and we're all thirty-five. So that's that's fair. listen. That's, that's all I know. Five out of five scoreboard addicts podcast members recommend e-biking and drinking. <laughs> uh, pretty much anything and drinking. No, we it's don't. True. It's true. We know we, we don't recommend drinking, drinking and driving. Do not recommend drinking and driving. Do not endorse that. That's definitely yeah, not dude. Uh, any track and field sport like javelin when you're drinking, hundred percent, especially in a crowd. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get to the WWE trivia because we've gone way out here. <laughs> All right. First question. Everyone, the pen and paper ready? I yes. don't. I'll just be honest. All right. Uh, you can so go to me first, first for every question. question. This one, <laughs> I'll say at the end. This wrestler debuted in 1998 and joined the corporation. He had a short fling with Stephanie McMahon and eventually formed one of the most consistent tag teams that were around during the Attitude Era. He even had a relationship with Stacy Keebler. He left the WWE following, followed by, I mean, following 
a spinal fusion surgery, but returned briefly in 2006 and 2007. Who is this superstar? And there's a theme to some of these answers this week. <laughs> Make it dark. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Sorry. What? It's hot. All of a sudden, Matt's got his arms out. He was like George the Animal <laughs> Steel. Oh, God, you're blind. It's, like, it's like looking into the Ark of the Covenant. Jesus. <laughs> I can smell you through my computer. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you smell like, like big old bong water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, does everyone have their answers? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with uh, Sal. Test. That is correct. Who else has uh, test? I have test, which is T E S T. Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Test, DJ. test, this is a test. Who did you have? I, I was thinking Edge because of the back surgery. Uh, that threw me off. I test Andrew Martin. Yes, that's correct. So also, no tax kind of cool. He dealt with kind of some of the hottest chicks. Dated the short fling with Stephanie McMahon, you know, uh, Stacey Keebler as well. And then Trish Stratus, for how long was she the uh, valet to uh, TNA? Like three months. About a year. Oh, yeah, maybe less than that. Yeah, but until I'm she started she, wrestling. Yeah, until she started wrestling. But I'm saying still it was like three of the hottest women in uh, and women. and Kelly Kelly. Oh. You should really? have fucked Kayfabe, guys. Who gives a shit? No, no, he really did. Did he hit it? Kelly, no, Kelly. he did not. With Kelly Kelly Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly he hit Kelly it with Stephanie McMahon. Oh no, not Stephanie McMahon, but there it is. Kelly yeah. Kelly Kelly was his real girlfriend. Do you remember when Kelly Kelly first came out and she would just do those random strip teases? Like Oh, I do. Had nothing and she to was do with wrestling. Dude, she was really only like, 18 doing that. Hey, Kelly Kelly, get out there and do some like weird sexual thing in, in front of a crowd full of 94% like, okay. men. <laughs> you make it seem like that was weird. During the time, that was what they did. No, Good I know, days. but I mean, when 37% of the crowd needs to use the bathroom right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go to question number two. This wrestler debuted in 1997 with a signing occurring at the Sky Dome in Toronto. His most notable accomplishment was being the second and final WWF uh, Kuwait Cup champion after defeating Owen Owen Hart. He competed in the 1999 Royal Rumble and was eliminated by Mabel. His career ended in 2001 when he he received his third concussion in nine months. Who is this superstar? This might be a little bit of a tough one. Sorry, I'm like stumbling over words. I've been drinking. <laughs> After that sip, can you repeat the question one more time? Oh, you can going to read all that again? No, just just the key parts. The whole oh, thing is key, jackass. Yeah, well, there, the whole, there you go, buddy. He debuted in 97. He signed at the, at the Sky Dome. Biggest accomplishment, second and final WWF Kuwait Cup champion. Uh, competed in 99. Royal Rumble got eliminated by Mabel. And his career ended in 2001 when he got three concussions in nine, nine months. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a football player. Mm-hmm. And after this, I have actually a follow-up sad story to this about why this guy was picked. <laughs> wow. Wait, 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 wait. I don't have to put a time on you guys because we, <laughs> we, we are running way too long on this. 
We have a lot of we have a lot of show left. If you don't know, then you're not gonna know. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. Nick looks like he's already ready. I think Nick already made a guess, right? You have no idea, right? All right, let's go with Nick because Nick already had his hands up. I Everyone said Ken Shamrock, but that's wrong because he was gone before 2001. Yeah, he's that's not Ken Shamrock. Uh, Sal, I have a Dan Severin. Mm-mm-mm. It's wrong, Matt. <sighs> Mine's wrong. I'm not even gonna. I don't know. What is it? I put Anvil. No, it's wrong. TJ. Yeah. I, don't I didn't hear Rangers a buzzer one. for you, pal. The Rangers won tonight. I absolutely – I'm not here right now. It's Tiger Ali Singh. Oh. I don't even think Tiger Ali Singh was going to get that answer. No. So Tiger Ali Singh actually said he his last concussion happened when he was working for WWF, and he was like, I can't go out there. It's raining on the on – the, I guess it was, wasn't like in a closed stadium when the wrestling match was happening. Yeah. So while he's on it, he slips and slams his head on the, on the carpet, on the canvas. Right, is it canvas? What do they call it? Yeah, it's canvas. Canvas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hits his head, knocks him out. He's unconscious. He wakes up. Basically, nobody's around him. He's in the middle of nowhere. They, so then pretty much he was like, I have to leave Puerto Rico immediately because otherwise I'm going to die. He leaves Puerto Rico. He gets back to, w, uh, back to Canada where he's from. And they basically told him you're cut because you, you left us in Puerto Rico. You left us in Puerto Rico. And he's like, they pretty much left me to die in Puerto Rico. And wow. they cut me off the roster because of that. So They that cut was, him off the roster because he sucked at wrestling. Yeah. That too, but it kind of yeah, deleted him wasn't very in good. Puerto Rico. But. Wow. That's All right. Wild. Puerto Rico's a third world fucking country and shit. Fuck All you, right. Tiger. Question number, you're fucking Canada. Question, question number three. Debuted in 1999. This wrestler went on to win one European championship, 22 hardcore championships, one WWF lightweight championship and one tag team championship he's said to have weighed in at 400 pounds and was part of the super heavyweights who is this superstar hmm. All right. is it weird that i stick my elbow out this far when i drink mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you know, you're saluting, but that's like, you know, you're a military guy. Makes sense. You should salute that bourbon, a scotch, not bourbon, scotch. God, no, I fixed one. I, I corrected myself. All right, we'll go with TJ because he's <laughs> he does not give a fuck. <laughs> uh, you said 400 pounds, so I'm gonna go Mark Henry. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's fat. He's fat. Whatever. I picked someone fat. Nick. Crash Holly. That R. is R. correct. Matt and Sal, you guys have Crash Holly? Show Crash your answer Holly. real quick. All right, the quickest way to do it. All right, and now we have come to our favorite thing that we do, a clip. Check it out. In the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife. Uh. I think there's a Ranger fan in there, right? Did that look like a Ranger fan? Look at a Ranger shirt. So. I missed it. Um, I'll do it one more time. Just, yeah, I think it was. In the middle of the ring. Uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife. Uh. Oh, yeah. That was a white. That was a blue shirt uh, away jersey. Yeah, away jersey. 
All right. The Rock is mocking this superstar in this promo. This was leading up to a major pay-per-view match. Name the other wrestlers that he mocks and competes against in this main event, the pay-per-view. And what type of event, not event, but what kind of match was it? Do you guys get the question or do I have to repeat it? (laughs) Gotta, Gotta fuck that up. You guys are good? Yeah. Yeah. This is a six pointer. So make sure you get them right. Six points. That's more points than I've ever seen. No, last week we had eight. I was fucking kidding. All right. Mr. Wizard. Did you want the did you want the pay-per-view too or just the match it was? If you do pay-per-view too, you get a bonus point. Boom. Hey Matt, you got a little something on your nose. Yeah, you brown noser. Sorry, one week this is trivia, one week it's a spelling contest. I need to make sure I'm sorry, I'm Matt, what, what, in the rules. I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? Hmm. <laughs> he, I think he's learned this lesson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to TJ first because now he's clearly listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna see stuck in that box. I'll let T- yeah, he does look like he's stuck in the in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is TJ's current champion and he just does not give a fuck. Dude, the Rangers won. What is the what what can I care about? Life more? is good. Fucking Life cares. Is good. Life is good. That's true. Life By the way, T that was a great rope drag. I that looks I really appreciate solid. it. I, I, I try my best. Awesome. Furthermore, when you did that, you flexed the bicep. You're looking large, bro. Yeah, you are looking I'm just saying, big. You know, like sometimes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, we didn't get tickets. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't get tickets. Matt, put your sweater back on. Yeah, it's going show. back on after that one. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever's watching this has to pay for the gun show, TJ. Easy. All right. Listen, yeah, the, listen these 22s fucking really fire up hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Nick. You don't know it's a small caliber bullet. What was up? I got, uh, he's talking about Triple H right there. Uh, I want to say he wrestled Mankind, the big show at, uh, for, or at Fatal Four Way. Uh, you got the Triple H point. We'll give you a point for that. Uh, it was not a Fatal Four Way. Do you know what pay per view it was? WrestleMania? <laughs> Wrong. So Nick only gets one point there. Um, Sal. I got Triple H, Kurt Angle, The Rock, Stone Cold, Rikishi, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell match for the WWF title. Armageddon. I think he missed one, didn't he? Triple H, Kurt Angle, The Rock, Stone Cold, Rikishi, and The Undertaker. Oh, I didn't hear you say Stone Cold. Yeah. My bad. At Hell in a Cell, he got all seven he points. Did. I Give had the same thing, points. Sal. <laughs> yeah, we'll get TJ. Uh, we'll give TJ four points there because <laughs> he has to got it. Two for each Python. I have the same thing as well. That says H H. It's three H's. Like his That's old two H's. H's. Next to triple H. Triple actually, H. Like, is ruling. The triple H actually looks like as if you were counting four tallies and then you crossed it out to get to five. <laughs> Here, watch. This is how I did it. That's a star. That's a star, star David. <laughs> Judges rule. He's out. Judge. Go ahead. H H H. Nick, you're the judge. Down, Matt. It's not personal. I answer to a higher, a higher, uh, yeah, power. A higher power. I'm so leaving Matt, this get... trivia right now if I don't get that right. Matt gets six <laughs> out of seven. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Not personal, Matt. It's not personal. We have a higher power. We have a higher power. Okay. We're, we're answering to a higher power around here. <laughs> All right. Final, final question. And the reason why I picked this one is because this is actually the first. I mean, WWF. you can see it's three fucking H's right there. <laughs> get out of the way. No, nah, it's three H's. You're going to get muted, Matt. I'm not Mute me. Matt's muted. Um, this is actually the first interview I Show ever your watched. belly, Matt. Show him the brown sugar. <laughs> this is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in 1999. Don't do it, Matt. We're on TV. We can't have that. Goat. All right. Show us the goat. All right. What is everyone's uh, points? Well, Nick has five. I have 11. And you're giving Matt 10, unfortunately. What is TJ? Oh, you gave him four. Eat two for each python. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those 22s. <laughs> All right, here's the oh, what's everyone risking? What are we doing? <laughs> all in, Matt's yeah, all in. I'm all in. Easy go, all in, Nick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go as far. Uh, what do I have? Five, don't be a yeah, pussy, yeah. go all in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go three, okay, because I don't know it. I'm gonna go zero. <laughs> <laughs> we all get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> In 1999, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, there was a tag team championship match. Oh, God. Who won that champion that tag team <laughs> championship match? Boom. <laughs> we are going way too long. We have five. <laughs> we spent 35 minutes on wrestling today. <laughs> this is uh, uh I guess this apparently became the Wrestling Addicts podcast, the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> this was 99? 99 St. Valentine's Day Massacre. All right. And a young a young rook watched his first WWF pay-per-view for, uh, there we go. in his life. This is on Mankind versus uh The Rock for the championship, the hardcore. Hardcore. Is that yeah? You should lose all your points. No, not for the hardcore, but they, it was a hardcore match. It was uh right, it wasn't last man standing. I right. quit. I quit, I think, was the Rumble. I know the Buried Alive match was at this pay-per-view with Austin and Taker. All right, well, let's go. Who knows? TJ, what'd you get? I just don't care. <laughs> I love so, it. Dude, I'm in heaven right now. Wait, I'm going to write it down. Let me write it down. Before you guys <laughs> Nick make gave him a right answer. <laughs> man's happy. I'm not going to upset him. Nick, go ahead. I wrote the New Age Outlaws. Can you name who's in the New Age Outlaws? <laughs> the Road Dog Jesse James and the Badass Billy Gunn. Is it the Big Ass? No, it's not the Big Ass. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Um, Sal. Triple H and X-Pac. That is also wrong. Matt, this is all on you. Otherwise, TJ repeats his champion. Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. Ding, 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 ding. Matt is champion once again. Wait, wait, can you, see that? can you let me see that pad again? Oh, I just lost it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I forgot Owen Hart was still alive back then. Somehow Matt won, but. Got my own rebound. You guys tried to hold me down, but it didn't work. Any, uh, any words to share with us, Matt? <laughs> Matt, are you sure you don't want to? You don't want to like gloat about winning. How does it feel to be back in the champion circle? 
really you like to elaborate? <laughs> Matt's afraid to say anything. Matt, Matt, just so you're aware, though, we're being serious. Though we're not gonna cut you off. We don't answer. This is nothing personal. This is a higher power is telling us that we need to <laughs> make sure you are. I understand. <laughs> oh my god! Wait for him to say something. <laughs> I, I knew you could do that. I had to get him. Uh, All right. Well, we go. have we have our guest here again. We're joined by Sal. We'll see you in a little bit. We're going to talk a little New York. Right. We'll bring you back for Dust Gen Z now. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollars cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. We got our friend back from third period bourbon. And he's got to be amped up. I got to hear some screaming. Let's go. Let's go. Does he know he's on? <laughs> he oh. got disconnected. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I thought he was going to be excited. I was waiting for it. I think he, he, like, said he threw his phone. He was like, fuck it. He was like, the shit. We won. <laughs> he's probably like, these guys are talking wrestling. These are the right people. <laughs> All right, here he is. Uh, we're, we're wearing Rangers swag. We got to be the right people. Yeah, yeah. I, I lost you guys for a second. <laughs> He's What's back, going on, boys? buddy? How the fuck are we feeling, boys? Woo! We all had bourbons. Well, Nick had scotch, but... Wait, did you guys really fucking do that? Absolutely. I, I literally sent TJ's message to my dad, and I think my... I honestly think my dad started crying. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, he needs to be celebrated. So I was telling my dad about... Uh, about the last podcast we did, he listened to it and he loved it. And he said he was like, "My tradition's on the fucking radio. It's great." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, we're glad we made it. We made his day. Oh my god, dude! I had to do it. I had to do it. The third period got going, and I was like, "Oh yeah, let's go. We need this. The Rangers need this. The boys need this." Yeah, I'm telling you, it fucking works. It fucking it worked works. tonight. It worked tonight for sure. <laughs> we're we're all on board with third period bourbon. Oh yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Going to We're the starting game. a fucking trend, boys. Right what? here. Dave started a trend. Dave's dad started a trend. And we're yeah. taking it all the way to the fucking – right to the cup. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I said it on my podcast today. The last the last time the Rangers were down 
three to one for the Penguins, and they came back to win. The starting game was May eleventh, twenty fourteen. We were talking Let's about go. that today at work, and then my buddy was like, "Well, unless we bring back Marty St. Louis, I don't think we can kill his mother again." I'm like, "Jesus, dude. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus oh, Christ!" God. <laughs> I'm like, "Bro," I was like, "That that's that's a little much, no?" That is, that is a bit, yeah. rough. But going oh, back shit. to the game, that's a little dark. Very memorable. You know, there were, there were questionable things in the game. I understand that, but you gotta you gotta see a quite a. Uh, a very reasonable difference between these game between this game and the past two games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like the heart that they should and Lindgren, holy fucking shit. How was he Dude, the first star? I was gonna say, what? is Lindgren the guy? Is he the catalyst? Is he the straw that serves the drink? Because he left for a little bit of time, he went into the back and they were flat. He came out, they scored three goals. Well, I already Dude, know my father he- texted me that. My father was like Lingren's the unsung hero. He goes, he's not going to get credit for it. He's the fucking unsung hero. Yeah. He brings all the fucking, all, all the energy in that building just into one person. And it's amazing. It's, it, no, it's seriously incredible. And the kid line, holy shit. Love the kid line. Kid lines I, are shit. I, I don't even know what to say about them. They're, they're playing like they're, like they're adults. Yeah. Dude, they're oh, playing yeah. like they've been there before. It's insane. Dude, they're playing like they've been there before. Panarin is, is a, again, back to the uh, good one shift, lost another shift, can't hold on to passes. Zibanejad, the same thing, gets an open shot in the slot, can't hit the net. And, and Kreider, honestly, and it's not that he's doing anything wrong, but from a 50-plus goal scorer this season to the guy that's been leading the team in, in deflection goals and power play goals, it, it's – not being on the stat sheet is in itself doing a bad job. But you know what the kid line is doing? They're giving the veterans time to wake up. Yeah. But that's what this game was for. They're giving them time to wake up. And once they do, if they decide to wake up, this this series is going to completely change. I, you know, agree. We saw big checks today. I think that was a big deal. Truba taking down Crosby was a big deal. Um. Does anyone know what's big hits overall? What was that? Does anyone know what's wrong with him? Because I haven't heard anything. Um, Sullivan's talking about it right now, but I'm not. I'm not listening. I'm uh, watching, so I don't know what he's saying. He's probably saying something about uh, him having sand in his vagina, so that's why he didn't come out for the third period. Oh yeah, this bullshit. ESPN turns out Crosby takes questionable high hit from Jacob Truba. Don't stick your head down, and it won't be high. Oh my god. Not it should really say Jacob Truba puts his shoulder into the center of Sidney Crosby's chest and it caves in like the little girl he is. <laughs> yeah, basically. The it's- second headline says ESPN scruff sneeze blowing Crosby. I don't mean to be the <laughs> that brings up like the refs in this game, but how many how many calls did Pittsburgh get away with? Dude, that one series, that one series alone, when the Rangers were in the offensive zone, you had a hook, a hold, and a slash, and no call. And then, and then that that call that we did get was probably one of the softest calls I've ever seen in my life. I know it's, it, it, it I, doesn't the slash they threw in the beginning of the game was very ticky tack. Yeah, it, well, it's it's it, the refs literally. It's like the whistles <laughs> up their ass for two periods, and, and giving giving the Pittsburgh Penguins that five on three. And then you think, okay, okay, we're going to call everything. And then it just disappears. 
that five on three scared. I, I honestly, I when when they called that five on three, I didn't think the series is over, but I was basically shitting my pants. Well, dude, I mean, it sucks the energy right out of the building, and it immediately makes you just play on your heels. That team immediately God. has to go into defense mode, and please God, don't score. And guys, before it gets viral, even though it's not going to get viral because I'm not famous, but uh, I did start stress crying when they scored the second goal, and my girlfriend got a video of it. So if you guys see it, just let it be known that I said it on here. So <laughs> listen, I I appreciate the Ranger panties, bro. At, I'm just saying, I my, man, my man's got the Ranger jersey, and then he's got Ranger panties on too. Well, I mean, I got tight shorts on, but not Ranger panties. <laughs> Dude, oh, listen, the there's way, nothing wrong with stress crying. That I was talking about, I only light it during the games, but I changed that tradition once they started fucking losing. I love it. I got to get one of those. I, I got to put it, like, right over there somewhere in the bar. That's what everyone on Twitter says. Where'd you get over that? Yonder. All you got to do is Google it. All you got to do is Google it, and you'll find one. That's it. But I got to say, that, that, was, sick. that was a hell of a game. That was a yeah, hell of a game. It, it really was. And I, honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't the most refined game by the Rangers. It was one of those where they kind of willed the puck into the net, but they got the job done and they were able to sustain those rushes by the Penguins, which always, you know, the last two games have really hurt us. They haven't been able to get the puck out of the zone. They were able to play a little more offense, keep the puck in the offensive zone a little bit. Still, they're having trouble setting up the plays in the offensive zone. It seems like as fast as the puck goes in, it comes out, but they capitalized tonight and that's all that matters. The puck went in the net more. The, the red lamp lit on the other side of the ice more, and, and we got the win. But it, like you said, it's one of those games where you, you build off of it, you get the energy up, and you hope your veterans come out in game six and say, like, no, 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 it, it's, it's, that's it. We're, we're scoring seven tonight. We're not letting a single goal pass Igor. We're not letting a shot on goal. And they did a hell of a job. What do they go, 12 minutes without letting a shot in on Igor? I, I yeah. mean, that's exactly what they have to do. It was 12 shots on goal yeah. total. The first shot of the second period was a goal, but, you know, you, you can't look back on that because, listen, once they once Pittsburgh tied it up when we went up 3-2, after they tied it up, I was, I like, I lost the entire hope that I had when they tied it. And the fact that they came out in the third period and scored that goal, that showed... I, I that showed resiliency through game six. I think they can go into Pittsburgh and not knock the fucking I'm not gonna say they're gonna go in there and knock the fucking shit out of them, but I think they're gonna go in there with a fucking with a mug on their face saying, You're not gonna fucking kill us, we're gonna fucking win. Yeah. I, listen, I said this to my father before the series started. I said Malkin is easy to get in his head. He is easy to get off his game and he is easy to get to take a bad penalty, and you saw it tonight. Once he gets bodied, once he gets put down on the ground, once you get in his face, he is very chippy, and he gets very nasty, and he takes stupid penalties. He's pretty much like our Ryan Strom. Ryan Strom is good for a dumb penalty every once in a while, and Malkin is just as easy to get in his head and get him off center and make him take a bad penalty, and they did that tonight. And if Crosby misses game six, and it all rests on Latang and Malkin, you got to go after Malkin hard. You got to body Malkin. You got to get him off his game and let him take those dumb penalties. Well, I can like say uh, you're all welcome. I stopped watching the game just so the Rangers could win. <laughs> I want you to know 
the hand thing that you just did where you were like, I just want to say you're all welcome. Chris McCormick called. He wants his move back. <laughs> that is something he would do. So we were talking before. I don't know if you listened in, uh, Dave, before I was saying that during the period where they were scoring, uh, the second period, I was putting my daughter to sleep. They were down 2-0. I came back. It was tied 3-3. So I was like, I, I can't watch anymore. Because all the only action happened when I walked away. They were tied the game. They are playing well. I can't watch. So people <laughs> Your Twitter saying like they they shut the game off after two nothing and then they didn't put it on just so they could win and those people are a lot stronger than me because I've done it before where I'll like in the regular season they're getting blown out and I'll shut it off and I'll just wait for the notification on my phone saying that they're that they scored or whatever but I love letting the Rangers ruin my life. I do. I really love it. I turned off the game like twice and I turned it off and I immediately turned it off and I was like, fuck this game. And then I waited about 10 seconds and I was like, fuck, put it back on. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, just put it back on. No, they really, they really showed some heart tonight, especially Lindgren. Because you know, I, I'm sorry, but you know that guy's playing hurt right now. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. I will say I appreciate I mean, you saying that I'm stronger than all year, but we might have to put a C on 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 Lingren. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that I'm stronger than you. Put an A on him because he hasn't had an A all year, <laughs> and pretty much everyone on the fucking team has had an A. Yeah. I have an A. I got two A's. I had an A, but I had to take it off. I, I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if Barkley uh, Goudreau was telling Gallant right now, like, dude, fuck my ankle. I'll play on a broken ankle. I don't give a shit. I did it for like three weeks. He's put pulling me back up. in there. He's pull he's pulling a miracle. You want me to skate on one leg? I'll skate on one leg. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, yo, we could tape this bitch up. I'll be fine. You can cut it off after the series. Nah, I fucking miss him though. He's absolutely. Yeah. I, honestly, at some point during the beginning of the second period, I was like, clearly this entire team runs through Goodrow and Lingren. <laughs> it, it, it must, because we lost them both and it immediately went flat. Well, because Lindgren, do you, do you see the the, it's not even a resting bitch face at that point, but just the face he brings into the game. Just anger. No one fucks with him. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, honestly, he looks like the kind of person that didn't get an autograph from Paul O'Neill when they were nine years old at the ticker tape parade in 96. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of hate in their heart. I don't know what that feels now like. Now just an old human. Me and so growing up, uh, just a quick story. Um, my grandparents, they live in the same condo that's connected to the Marriott where the Giants have their team meeting. And my grandpa was telling me, he was like, yeah, sometimes I see the Giants like filtering through there. So one night we went there hoping we'd see some Giants. And I, I'm eight years old wearing my Eli Manning jersey. Eli sits at the table next to us. Unreal. Wow. Did, he, did, he, did he sign anything for you? No, my dad like waved at him and was like, hey, hey, Eli. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, can you, uh, yeah. And then that's literally like, it was like, can you, uh, yeah. And then Eli was like, yeah, I can. And he <laughs> signed all my shit. So I actually have a football signed by the 2007 Giants. Nice. Wow. So, and I, I got a, I got a, uh, what, did, I don't know, uh, a price by a pawn shop guy down here. And he was like, yeah, that's easily worth 1300 I guarantee you if I go to New York, they're going to be like, yeah, it's worth like 500 
I just want to point out. Honestly, the best thing you could do is go to one of those like PSA, one of those uh, trading card things, and get it authenticated, yeah. and it'll immediately shoot through the roof. I have the same thing. That's because sports memorabilia to me as a kid that that's that's too valuable to sell. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Listen, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up around that. Like, I mean, anytime my father was around any type of sports players, he worked in the city forever. He would randomly run into players and I like he'd always randomly have a baseball or something on him and be like, oh, I, he, he worked in the Hyatt for a couple of years. Oh, they had a security in, in, in Midtown Manhattan where they all stayed. And I have baseball signed by, you know, all the old greats, Earl, Earl Hershiser, um, Ricky Hernandez, um, Ricky Henderson, rather, Hernandez, Ricky Henderson. Um, <laughs> but the, the story of, you know, Nick keeps alluding to with the Paul O'Neill thing is, my father took us to the ticket tape uh, day parade, got us between pretty much where they got onto the floats and the cops. We managed to just be inside the, you know, inner access of it. And as they're walking on the floats, I'm just standing there, you know, all of nine years old with a baseball in my hand and everybody signed, every single person on that team signed. And Paul O'Neill just like stood there like this. <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> I just want to point out, Dave's a Marine. He's trained to hate people. And he's got more love in his heart than you do, TJ. And I, it stems from that Paul O'Neill incident, okay? Him not signing that ball taught you that the world is a cold, cruel place. And you've been trying to teach everybody that same lesson for fucking 26 years. Well, I'm, it's I'm, not. I, I joined the Marine Corps made me realize <laughs> that people suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, honestly. Same with being a lawyer. Honestly, it, it's it's playing hockey my whole life. Playing hockey, it's... The only place you can go to, especially if you're not the best skater and the best shooter out there, is hate everybody like they just took your fucking presents on Christmas morning for your first Christmas ever. Just hate them all. Just yeah. go out there and try to hurt everybody at every moment of the game. That's and it. I just like that's why it, I think it's sports turn off. important for kids. They are. <laughs> Dude, it's it just it, it's amazing. And, and that's carried through life. And then, you know, Nick and I have played men's league baseball together. And you kind of forget to turn that off. And then the next thing you know, you're getting thrown out of a game for threatening an umpire. Yeah. <laughs> that guy took it personally, too. Yeah, he did. So, that was a hockey story. Fan, I was, so I was a lacrosse player through high school. Nice. Growing up a hockey player, or not a hockey player, a lacrosse player. Growing up a lacrosse hockey Lacrosse is just hockey on feet. Yeah. Well. That's true. So – as a kid, I used to go outside and just practice dropping my gloves and also taking my helmet off because a lacrosse helmet is like a football helmet. And there was one time I got to do that, and it didn't really go my way. So, <laughs> Dude, honestly, it, it, and that's but that's what I love, especially about hockey, and I'm sure lacrosse is the same thing. It doesn't matter if you win or lose the fight. What matters is that you fought, that you have the balls to step in there and be like, dude, you might kick my ass, but I'm going to throw a couple in there. And, well, and you're going to feel it tomorrow. I was 5'6", and I'm still 5'6", but we'll I'm talk five, about seven. that. I'm 5'7", trust me. Talk about that another day. <laughs> but, I mean, I was doing I was doing bodybuilding shows when I was in high school, so nice. you couldn't really tell through my pads that I, I had a lot more muscle than most high schoolers. And so, purposely, I, would, I was a goalie. I ran out of the net, and I was like, who wants to take me on? And I would Herschel Walker these kids. It was great. <laughs> it was great. But, I mean, those days are over. And, you know, the, the, I'm just saying sports sports builds character, especially playing sports. Yep. And especially watching sports. I think it it gives you 
a sense of a love and hate for people because oh yeah i i mean i don't even know what else to say just it gives you a sense of love and hate for people but the fact that we let the fact that grown men let sports ruin their lives i hate it but i also love it and because of that i will drink to you guys cheers (laughs) cheers brother dave i want to ask you real quick because i know uh i used to live in jacksonville where are you in jacksonville uh north side Deuce! Nah, get the fuck out of here with that Duval crap. They suck. I grew up by, um, I grew up, I was on uh, Southside Avenue, off of Southside Avenue. Is that uh, like San Marco area? No, no, it's like, trying to think what it was. It'd be like the uh, Southside Boulevard. That's Southside Boulevard. Yeah, it was, um, it was near the St. John's Mall. Oh, St. John's Town Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was was like five Uh, minutes minutes from there. Okay, all right. I used, have you ever gone to Lemon Bar? Yes, I have. Lemon Bar is awesome. Lemon Bar is okay. It's a lot of it. It's a lot of uh, it gets gays. Little, no, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, gets, of, it gets uh, old people creepy. Is is sluts okay to use on this show? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I just said gays. I think sluts is fine. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I just assumed because Rook went there, so I figured it was a gay bar. It's a <laughs> college-esque bar, and even even they when are, I yeah. the college age, and I guess I still am, I was never into that. So, so Dave, you want to hear a story about Jacksonville real quick? The, the beach. That's the reason why we love I it. I would love to hear a story about Jacksonville from Here's Eric. a story. A real fast story about Jacksonville. It's 1990, 1990 December 1990. My uncle's about to go to uh, Desert Storm. He's in the Marine Corps. And he's uh, at uh, uh, Kent Lejeune, which okay. is in Jacksonville, North Carolina. My okay. aunt goes down to go visit him. So she gets a plane ticket to Jacksonville. She's going to go visit him right before he goes to war. I mean, this is a big deal. We know in hindsight that Desert Storm wasn't shit. But in 1990, it was scary. It was the first war we'd had since Vietnam. And it was like, oh, crap, boys are going to war again. Uh my aunt gets her ticket. She flies down. She gets there, and they tell her she's in Jacksonville, Florida, not Jacksonville, North Carolina. And my uncle's got, like, the sheets out. He kicks his roommate out. He's got the, the silk sheets out with the rose petals. And my aunt never made it there and went to war without having to see her because she flew to the wrong Jacksonville. And that's my Jacksonville story. That's amazing. And I, uh, I have experience in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and let me tell you, both are shitholes. Oh yeah, I know. I've been I've been to both. I've been to both. Jacksonville, North Carolina is like gun store, liquor store, gun store, pawn shop, tattoo parlor, titty bar, and then you've reached the gate. Um Jacksonville Jacksonville, Florida looks like fucking Cuba. Settle down. All right. My uncle was in the Marine Corps and still lives uh right outside of Camp Lejeune. So sorry. Right. Settle down. Those sorry. titty bars and liquor stores coming handy. I mean, I'll, somebody's I will... fucking Dependas working that titty bar. <laughs> oh my god, you have no idea. Well, Dave, I want to thank you again for joining us because we got a couple of more things to do for our show, but we do appreciate you joining on Talking Rangers. We'll love to talk to you after Game Six. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a Game Seven. Uh, so hold on, but before we let him go, what, Rangers, what, 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 what would you say? What would you say going going into Game Six? What do you think the highlights are? What do you think we need to do? What do you think we're going to have to key in on to get this victory in game six? Um, I think Igor is going to have to 
I mean, it was a it was a good it was a good uh good start for him coming back from those two losses. But I think those he, last three minutes was like Igor, exactly I, how we need him to be. Exactly, yeah, he needs to be like that. Carry that into Game Six, and the, again, the veterans need to wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They really need to wake the fuck up. And once they wake up, because the kid line literally bought them time to wake up. I think once the veterans wake up, it's going to be smooth sailing for us. And game six is not going to be smooth sailing. I'm not saying that, but I'm still calling Rangers and seven. Love Let's it. Let's go. I'm with you. And Rangers and seven, boys. Drink to that. Cheers. We'll drink to that. And then Cheers, we'll, baby. Uh, we're going to bring back our intern, Dave. Thanks again for joining us. We're going to bring back Sal now. Absolutely. Sal, do, uh, Guys, check him out on Third Period Bourbon on Twitter. Yes. Awesome Rangers content as his own podcast out there. Check him out. And Sal is back again for. I don't think I have the thing up. Uh, yeah, I don't. All right, we're just gonna say it. we're gonna put Scoreboard X in the bottom there. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. And this is instead of does Gen Z know, we have do millennials now. Turning the tables this week. (laughs) Um, I think my father's watching right now because he goes that motherfucking Paul (laughs) O'Neill. Oh, that's I hope he's not watching. He just randomly yeah. thought of that. Yeah. He randomly was like, "Fuck Paul O'Neill." Shout out to my dad. Okay, we got and everybody Tom. on the team except Paul O'Neill. Okay? I, will, I will say, I will say this though. I have a Paul O'Neill autograph ball with David Cohn. Right, Ooh. he did it for a charity event for my buddy. The the we asked the whole booth. It could be David Cohn, Michael K, and Paul O'Neill. Michael K said no, and it was for a charity event. Fuck Michael That's K. really so fuck Michael K. I don't am I the only anyway? Am I, I the only one right now before. that would have killed for David Cohn, Paul O'Neill, Ken Singleton? Oh, that would have been awesome. I wish that would. Or, have or hold on, hold on, Ken Singleton, Bobby Mercer, Jim Cott. Ooh, that would have been more incredible. But you know, I'm actually happy he didn't sign it because I would have been like, this ball's ruined because Michael <laughs> K. signed that piece of <laughs> shit. Sure. Hey, Maybe, well, you know what, though? Let's let's pull it back. Maybe Michael K didn't feel like he was worthy to be on a ball with David Cohn and Paul O'Neill. Rightfully so. <laughs> I don't think Michael K knows how to throw a baseball, so. 
You handed that to him, and he was like, what is that? It would be like if somebody gave me a golf ball and was like, hey, can you sign this for me? I'd be like, and Tiger Woods signed it. Yeah, can you sign it too? Uh, No. (laughs) I look who's back, Mr. Velasquez. What's going on? Hey, Dad. No no A-team this week. Sorry, Mr. Velasquez. (laughs) All right, Sal, what do you got? Do you have that picture? So wait, I thought, so you sent this picture to us, but I think, didn't we ask this question to you once? I don't think so. I think, I think we, we did. Him. Good. Easy points. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. You guys know that? We asked E-D, you E-D, E-D, and E-D, I don't remember that. Didn't we ask you about and Eddie once before? I have to go back. Double D is the one with the hat. I don't remember. Yeah. All right. That's a point. All right. won. And then Eddie. Boom. Millennials know. All right. Second question. This is a hard one. This was a very popular fiction book series that was also nailed no no that was also created into a movie later on the main theme of the books was describing greg hefley's daily life as a middle school student in a diary a diary come on yeah yeah i I knew that would be wait hold on what was that diary of wimpy kid diary kid diary of wimpy kid boom all right two for two that's all i got that was it. it? Wow, that was the, I got two questions. That was the what? shortest does Gen Z know because guess what? Millennials, we know all. Everything. <laughs> We've been alive long enough to see it. I forgot I I don't I don't remember the Ed Ed and A one. We definitely asked you what before. That was like two weeks ago. You know what that was? Oh that was literally TJ asking, What's this theme song? And it was 90210 for the second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like that. No, it was um we actually once were like, oh, these three characters share share similar names. They were a cartoon. You like could not figure it out. And then we told Really? You, yeah, and you were like, Oh shit, yeah, Ed Ed and Eddie. Oh, I don't remember that. All right, that's my bet. Well You don't remember, you were like one when that show was on for a year. That means <laughs> we were like nine. I, you know, I didn't realize it started in ninety nine until I looked it yeah, up. So you were like negative like, wow. two. Yeah, I was literally probably like one. <laughs> no, he was yeah. born ninety nine. We were already ten. No, we were twelve. Damn right, I was watching Ed Ed and Eddie. I just had a whole fucking bag of jawbreakers the other day because of those sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I have this one. I have this. This is a theme song for. You. I couldn't. I didn't do the whole thing because we were doing millennials now. But um, give me this one. Can you hear it? Yeah. It's way too long, but that song is so good. I sound you know that one. I'll give you an, I'll give you a hint. Give me some hints. Family Matters spun off of this show. Yes, it did actually. It takes place in Chicago. All those shows take place in Chicago. I'm saying all that the show, this show does take place. Take place. Who in was Chicago in it as well? Do you know or not? Who no, was in it? Know. Bronson Picho. Yeah. Or Pinchot. That was the star. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a synopsis. A guy from Chicago has a cousin move in from another country, and they become like 
best friends and they're stupid shenanigans because he's from another country that's a little weird and they do weird things. Oh, I feel like I should know this. Um, it's a great I show, by the way. I love the show going up. What is it? Uh, the person who, hold on, hold on. Do you remember Serge from Beverly Hills Cop? Serge. When you say Serge, it sounds like a detergent. <laughs> I'll give you a hint that one of the characters' name is Balky. Balky. Oof, I definitely don't know then. It's not the GM for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Love it. It is Perfect Strangers. Was that a 90s show? I thought that came out in the 80s, late 80s. It's an 80s show, right? It's an 80s show. Yeah, because Family Matters, she was the the elevator operator on Perfect Strangers. That's how Family Matters spun off. Perfect Strangers is only for like two years, right? The 80s too, though, TJ. What's that? Sal had X to be tested on the 80s as well. Okay, so that, yeah, we, that was did, only around for like what two seasons, right? No, more than that. More than that. was it? It was. What did we do? We recently did with uh, Night Rider, and then we did yeah, A Team, mm-hmm. and then now we did Perfect Strangers. But Perfect Strangers. This is uh, just some of the some of the shenanigans that Balky gets into. Just look at this guy. <laughs> look at them. Look at them run. The lady holds him. Bronson Pinchot. I don't remember that show at all. Oh, that show was great. Matt Lindbaker. Mark Lindbaker, yeah. Nothing's gonna stop me now. That show was on for eight years, dude. What channel was that on? ABC. ABC, yeah. Like everything else that was great in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. ABC was the bees, knees, and the cats meow when we were kids. It really was. Really? TGI Friday was like an event in my house. Real quick question for you. Here's my here's my question for this week. Sal, with regard to the television series TGIF, what does TGIF stand for? Thank God it's Friday. Oh. Care to give it another guess? Ooh. Um I don't know what is it. I always thought it was Thank God it's Friday. So God is immediately out the window because it's public television. You can't say God. Oh, true. Yeah. It was, thank goodness it's funny. No, not Friday. Thank goodness it's funny. All the shows on TGIF were comedies. Thank goodness it's funny was the TGIF. I thought it was, thank goodness it's Friday. No, thank goodness it's funny. Oh, your dad got it right. Perfect. Yeah, said, of course, my dad got it right. He wrote that eight show. Seasons too. He put you in your place. He has all those DVDs. It's true. It's true. I'm sure he does. All right, then, Sal. We appreciate you coming on again. We'll uh, you can sign off now. You don't have to stick around. You're no longer an intern. You're free to go. All right. I will see you guys next week. Then we'll see. You. Good luck on your first right, episode so. of the wrestling. Yeah, tune wrestling in tomorrow. Addicts. So check tune out Sal tomorrow. Wrestling Addicts. Sal underscore Casella. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see that. Actually, do you have your name up on the thing? No. It just says just stack that guy stuff. <laughs> we'll change that. We'll get. We'll fix it for next time. All right. All right. So we, we appreciate you coming out again. See you. All right. See you guys later. Later. TJ, do you have the other guest or no? I'm trying right now. We have voicemails too. I listened to them. Did you guys listen to them yet? I did not I did listen not. to them. I didn't know it was TJ, do you want to play them? 
I'll play. I'll play it right now because I can. Play it? Oh yeah, you can play it to the thing. Oh, you can play uh, it to the thing. Yeah, myself. I'll see if I can get them in. While we wait for that, um, brief conversation about the New York Yankees being the best team in baseball. Twenty-two and eight. Another sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, they've only lost one series this year so far, and that was against the O's early on in the season. So the Yankees are really rolling right now. The pitching has been incredible. I think that's the most important part for this team. Their pitching stays consistent. I think they really could be contender throughout the year. I mean, it's still early on in the year, still only early May, but uh, I'm so I'm feeling uh, my, my mind has changed with the New York Yankees because originally I was like, I don't know if they made enough moves to be competitive in the AL East and the American League, but I think they they must have at this point. You know, you know what the big change has been? What's that? Stolen bases. Yeah, sacrifice you know Hitting for contact. Yeah. That's the biggest changes to this franchise has been stolen base speed on the base paths, yeah. sacrifices in key position strategy, and hitting for contact, not swinging for a home run every single pitch. Because who's winning these games? Guys like Glaber Torres. And how's he doing it? Opposite field hits. Field. Yeah. Nick, do you mean putting the ball in play? <laughs> I do. Something? I mean, not swinging. Oh. I, I mean, that strikeouts do matter. As much as the analytics nerds want to sit here and say strikeouts don't matter and out is an out is an out is an out. And then they try to backpedal it and go, that's not true because, you know, BABIP and FIP and all those other bullshit acronyms that they make up that really don't mean anything. <laughs> Ultimately, the guy with the highest batting average gets the most meaningful hits. That's also, what it comes down to. Like, like hustle and like heart, like guys like Trevino, uh, like he's fighting for a spot to be everyday catcher. He got that key walk last night for the judge walk off, pass the baton to judge. And you know, a walk is just a good <laughs> hit. Uh, you also have guys like uh, like Rizzo today. The big hit was Glaber's uh, three run home run. He hits infield ground. They have the shift on. He busts his ass in the line. He's called safe. Next thing you know, next guy gets on. Glaber gets up three run home run. It's just that's it, the thing that that's the difference key. maker, right? Right there is hitting home runs when people are on base. Yeah. That's when it matters the most. Yeah. Hitting home runs with nobody on base because you're just popping out left and right or striking out does absolutely nothing. So the analytics people could take that and shove it up their ass. If there's nobody on base, it counts for one run. You know, I talked about it with a guy that I follow on uh, on Twitter today. He said uh, 100 RBIs is a really big deal. And I said, I feel like it was more common 20 years ago. And he goes, well, it was. I said maybe that's because lineups used to be made that the first two guys just got on base. Yeah. And then the last two guys could get on base, but that wasn't really their thing, but they could get on base. Yeah. Now, one through nine Dude, are all four about- hitters or all five hitters. So they're never on base. The fact- home runs sparingly. How about the fact that if there was a man on third with less than two outs, it was almost a given you were getting a sacrifice fly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that like doesn't exist anymore. No, but the Yankees are doing it. They're, I, I yeah, feel they like are. in a lot of in a lot of instances they've rejected um, analytics. In uh, not not all instances, but some instances, at least when it comes to hitting, because we're seeing a lot more strategy. We're seeing a lot more stolen bases, which the analytics nerds must be furious. And if the Yankees win the World Series this year with sacrifice bunts and uh, and stolen bases, maybe just maybe the owners. We'll stop relying on people that never played baseball to decide how the game should be played. And you know, I like a lot of clutch hitting too. Like it's like 
guys on first and second as a base hit. It was it was always someone trying to swing for the fences. They would never get that clutch hit last year. Not saying they didn't have a successful year last year. They won they won plenty of games, won more than 90 games, but they weren't good enough. They didn't win a they didn't win the division. They won the wild card. This year just seems like a different team. They're playing differently. Uh it's it's enjoyable to watch. It's fun to watch Yankees baseball again. So that's what that's what I'm happy about so far this early on the season. But um, um it's reminiscent of, of when the Yankees were, you know, on the slate to not even come close to making the playoffs with the baby bombers and making it. It was a grinded out game of baseball. It was get runs when you can, how you can, any way you can. And, and that's the recipe for success. You don't have to hit 500 foot home runs. It's simple. Two um two points I would like to make. One, uh, the season started, Aaron Judge didn't have a contract, and a lot of people were going, well, he's betting on himself. And then he started off a little sluggish for the first week or so of the season. A lot of people were going, well, I guess that was a poor bet. But here he is now, and it's May uh, 11th, and he leaves Major League Baseball with 10 home runs. Yeah. I mean, it's always – I love – I mean, come on. The instant reaction when, like, the, like knee-jerk reaction from Yankee fans is always like, he's not playing well. He's He made a bad bet on himself. It's a week into the season. Just give him some time. And look how, how well he's been playing. So he's part of the success the Yankees are having, and he's part of the reason why they're 22-8. and eight. And you know what? He's going to get that contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean Yankees, Yankees, after, after showing up to the Ranger game last week with his teammates, he's going to get that contract. Yeah. Chugging I mean, a half a beer. Um, the other yeah, thing I would like to say is, Chris Woodward, you're, you are a loser, sir. Like – you were a loser as a player, and by God, if you ain't a loser as a manager, losing game one on mon- on Sunday morning, crying about Little League fields, and everybody going, you realize your player hit a shorter home run, right? Yeah. Two times. trying to backtrack, though. Oh, and then he goes, crazy. I was you know, kidding. Was no, kidding. you weren't. You're a salty little crybaby bitch who wishes he yeah. could have hit a home run at Yankee Stadium because in your career you played about 30 games there and you never once hit a home run at Yankee Stadium. So you're not even good enough to get a Little League home run. Loser. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Texas, be better. Hire a better manager because your boy right now is trash as a manager, just like he was trash as a player, which is why he can't grow a complete beard and he's fucking patches O'Houlihan over there with a fucking bullshit fucking patchy-ass beard. I love how people want to rip on the short porch to right, but nobody talks about the pop-up home runs in left field in uh, Boston. Yeah, I know. It's a pop-up. You can literally hit one like 290 feet straight up in the air. And it'll be a home run. Bucky yeah. Depp's game-winning home run in the playoffs in 78 literally went like 294 feet. I think Dude, how about and, that and aside from that, a, a, a 265-foot fucking pop-out in left in Boston is a two-run shot off the wall. A, a two-base a two shot off the wall, I should say. Not even two-base. Sometimes it bounces off for your second first. It, yeah. It's a joke, dude. It, it's last an year. easy out everywhere else in le- to left field which most people are pull hitters to left, most people bat righty. If if you go to Fenway, you're getting a hit. A pesky pole, I'm pretty sure, is 310 down the line. Like, I've been to Fenway Park. I could piss from home plate to the green monster. Yeah, But anybody that's saying anything about Yankee Stadium are the same people like Met fans that are like, oh, well, the ballpark is too big. It's city. They got to bring the fences in. That's why nobody's hitting home runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not complaining about that. Oh, that well, apple didn't go up that first year more than like yeah, seven times. The pesky pole, the pa- the pesky pole is three hundred two. I've oh. played at I've played at men's senior league f- fields, 
that were further down the lines. Yep. So it's a, it's a little brought in then Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium's three, what, 310, 315 down right line. 314 down the line, one side, 317 down the other. Yeah. Uh, the pesky pole in Fenway is, th- I'm sorry, the pesky pole is 302. The Green Monsters, 310. All right. Well, what's it up, Yankee Talk? I think we covered uh, how well they're playing. And wait, I just want to say, Jameson Tyon is having a really good season as well, just as much as Monty is. They're all, all the starter pitchers doing well. I mean, even Severino yesterday got in early trouble, but worked his way out of it. He only went 4.2 innings, but it's still. I like to see the fire out of Seve yesterday, telling Boone yeah. to sit the fuck down. He told Boone, stay in the, the, the bench. Love it. He'll come out. I love that. But we do have a guest here, real quick. Is he coming on to talk Rangers and Yankees? What are you talking to talk about? Rangers, baby. Always All right, Rangers. Let's, let's, let's see what he's got. Welcome, Big Tom. Good evening, boys. How are you? What's going on, Big Tom? I'm a dude better now that you're here. Listen, I'll tell you this once. I'll tell you this again. A lot of salty language. <laughs> and, Sorry. And, and excuse me, but I will tell you, fuck Paul O'Neill. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TJ. I, I boosted you up for him to sign. He looked at you, crossed his arms. He went to the other side of the freaking press truck. I went to the other side, picked you up, and he looked at you and walked away again. Again, fuck Paul oh, O'Neill. Hey, big Tom, did you ever stop face. and think that maybe you have an ugly kid? <laughs> I was thinking it was me. <laughs> well, Big Tom, that's the reason why we're, we're cursing a lot. We're all drunk. We'll drink a little too much. Hey, listen, it's, it's okay. As long as you're home and you're, you're responsible, that's about it, you know? Dad, I'm going to have to get sure, you in sure. on this third period bourbon because it was a good luck charm. I'm going to have to bring you a nice bottle of bourbon. You're going to have to pour one out, game six, third period, and, and get it going because it seemed to work tonight because the, the boys were looking pretty shaky, pretty shitty after last game. They had nothing going. And tonight, you know what? The top lines had absolutely nothing going, but the kid line got it done. We got it done with defense. Uh, Fox getting back in there a little bit, getting on the offense. Again, though, a couple nah. bad plays by the defense pinching in, giving giving up that goal. I mean, uh, only two players back on that goal, and both of them were, you know, uh, one center and one one lineman, uh, uh, rather a winger. It, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's biting them in the ass, but it also pays off every once in a while and pays dividends. And when Fox gets on the score sheet, it seems things go the Rangers' way. Yeah, but I got to tell you, Rook, I, I followed your lead. I didn't watch the first period. I took my wife out to dinner. I said, you know what the hell with it? If they're playing that bad in game four, I can't watch them. Came home. I started watching them. They're down 2 nothing, And I'm like, all right. You know, and I told uh, my son, Steven, he walked in. And it was about five and change. I said, they got to score a goal here. They wound up with two. So it was good. And, then, you know, he tied it up to go ahead. But I got to be honest with you. They're, they're just too lax. They're, they're letting too many penguins in front of the net. I will tell you, in the third period, they started clearing the net a little bit. And the bottom line is, TJ, as I told you, they have to shoot the puck on net. You have a third-string goalie. He looks like Ken Dryden to these guys. You know, it's what? horrible that these guys, Panarin, if he does another backhand pass, I'm going to jump on the ice and crack him. Yeah, that, those, those you know, cross-ice passes when there's no need to force it, right. it is getting played out. Listen. Shurkin made a bad play, tried to throw the puck up front. He never did that. So you know what? I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's just trying to help himself, and it cost him a goal. But the last five minutes of the game, seven minutes of the game, he was the Osha Shurkin. You know what I mean? He he, he wasn't overcommitting. 
He wasn't trying to do too much. You know, you saw game four. He was out in front of the crease t- 10 feet trying trying to stop a puck, and, yeah. and they're tipping him right by him. You know, but yeah. uh, the defense, they got to clear the net. These guys got to shoot the puck, and the kid line, give them more ice time because yeah, they, they deserve time. it. They you deserve know it. Absolutely, and we were also talk. We were talking back and forth about this as well. And I know Nick definitely agrees. Is have you ever seen a fourth line get so much action in the playoffs? And they just—it's just about killing time, giving everybody a breath, and they have the ability to give everybody a breath because they get the puck in deep and they grind it out on the boards. They move the puck out of their zone very well, and, and they're just able to sustain that forty-five minutes of uh, forty-five seconds rather of pressure on the Penguins and not let any good chances come their way. It, it seems like they don't get – the Penguins do not get good shots on net when the fourth line is out there. And th- that in itself is a tremendous feat going into the playoffs, playing a team like the Penguins who, as much as we shit on them, they're a great team and they have Listen, a lot of playoff experience. They're a lot of experience, TJ, a lot of experience. You know what? They're older. They're slower. The Rangers should be going up and down the ice. But the Penguins – they're actually trapping the Rangers at, at mid-ice because they're not letting them come out. So the Rangers, what they have to do is, like, they have to go old school. Like, they played against Washington in the late 80s where they dumped the puck and they banged the shit out of the defensemen, make them make mistakes. You have great defensemen on, on the line, Truba, Fox, you know, when he's playing well. Hey, listen, Miller, too. Miller's actually a really good player. Get another one or two years, you know what, he puts a little more muscle on him. And you know what, he's going to be a lot tougher than he is now. And he's yeah. got a really good shot. He's got good hands. But the bottom line is they got to dump the puck, chase it in, bang their defense like they did. When when they banged green for Washington, I'll never forget it. These The Rangers just destroyed them. And they pick up the puck and score the goal. And the Rangers have more talent than them. Yes, they have Crosby. They have Malkin. But the bottom line is they got two top quality lines. You know, with Zabanajad, oh, oh, is he still playing for the Rangers? Oh, okay. But the bottom line is <laughs> you got Zabanajad, Kreider. You know what? You've got, um, what's it, Vitrano? Great, great pickup. You know what I mean? Cop, great pickup. And these kids are doing it. But these the, the older guys, they, you know what? They're, they're not playing to their potential. Not at like all. I said, Panarin, he's a phenomenal player. He's lost now. You know what I mean? He's making bad, bad passes. You know I'll say my, my five yeah. my five stars of this series so far. The kid line, talking Kako, you're talking Heedle. Love you're talking the kid line. Love Keandre me. Miller and Ryan Lingren. Those are our five stars right now. Everybody else is – and I'll even throw Georgiev in there because he's done his part coming listen, in those up, games. Listen, he stood up and, you know, he, he made very bad situations, not as bad. You know what? He held the ranges – to a seven two a seven three game, you know what I mean? Where we came in, shut them basically. I already instead gave them two goals instead of ten but, to two. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean. It could have been easily that. Yeah. But the yeah. bottom line is, it's it's like I told TJ, Lingren <laughs> is the man. You know what? He makes Fox that much better because Lingren, he'll get into anybody's face. As you saw, what did he do to to Malkin? He threw him down. He, he might have got a little roughed up a little, but the bottom line, the kid is playing hurt, and he plays with with the heart of a lion. And and you know what? He doesn't back down. Absolutely. You know, first well, big, game, big time. When, when he nailed the that the, the player, when he knocked him out, right? Yeah. Now the other thing is, I got to tell you, when Carter hit uh, Shashurkin, why didn't the Rangers retaliate? I agree. They should have went out and say, "Listen, <laughs> eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, my man. You're going to do that. 
I'm going to send somebody out and I'm going to crush Crosby. Nobody, nobody's touched Cindy. Not, not, not even and that. That's why he's playing such a great series because nobody's touching him. Not if even anybody that. Anybody would just stay on him, hit him, take the body, instead of a stick check, or just like let him go, Mary. Get the hell out of here. You want to play in the NHL? You got to pay the price to be in front. Yeah, well, I'm amazed uh, that on. nobody has rushed the Ming in the net. I'm like that's that's the one thing that I I am waiting to see is somebody to just go hard <laughs> to the net with the puck without the puck, get a tip, just get a stick on the puck. And then just bury him in the back of his net and be like, ah, oh, it's course of the play. Listen, TJ, you, you made a good point earlier. I, I I picked up the show late, but you made a good point. Where's Kreider? Why is he in front of the net? Why it's a yeah. four on one and why is he taking a 20, 25 foot wrist shot? Yeah. Come on, good job. You mind? I don't I don't mean to cut you off. We're running short on time. Go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. I just have one quick question for you though before you go. Yeah. Uh, this is a comment from our uh can you see the comments here on the bottom? Uh negative. All right. It says, can't wait for them to retire number 21. That's friend Matt. He uh, Obviously, 21 is Paul O'Neill. What are your thoughts on retiring number 21 for Paul O'Neill? Listen, he, was, he, was, he wasn't he was a great player in my eyes. And, and forget about that. The scumbag didn't give my son an autograph. <laughs> and one of the happiest days of our lives. You know, but the bottom line is, the bottom line is, he was a good player in Cincinnati. He was a good player. Good player for the Yankees. Not exceptional. He's not a Roberto Clemente. He, he's not a Jackie Robinson. You know what I mean? Not he a Babe doesn't Ruth. have that quality for yeah. Yankee Stadium. He wasn't a homegrown. Listen, he's not a Don Manningly. You know what I mean? Certainly he's not. not that kind of guy. Listen, he's a great water bottle, a bottle thrower, a cool, uh, you know, a, a Gatorade jug destroyer. <laughs> nice. He could kick, he could kick the hell out of a baseball, too. Yeah, but you know what? Listen, he he plays aggressive on the field. You know, he's a, he's a go getter. He's a, you know he's old school. I like that. But you know what? To retire his number, you know, there's there's other plays that you can retire. Cash, it's a cash. Listen, cash. if they if it they don't freaking cash. retire Horace Clark's number, then why are they retiring Paul O'Neill? <laughs> Do you guys remember okay. Horace Clark? No, no, no. Horace Clark. <laughs> no, but thank you for seventy one. Thank hey, you for joining us. <laughs> Ronnie Bloomberg, the first DH in baseball history. Now, Ronnie Bloomberg, I know. Number 12. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you, Big Tom, for joining us. Stick around, Please. though. Stick around. All right. Thanks for so having we're gonna, me. We're just going to put you in the waiting room again. Stick around with us. Uh, we're gonna. So we're going to end up the show. We had a whole rundown plan, but we threw out the window once the Rangers won. That's it. Fuck it's all it. about the Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. We're going we're gonna to end up here. Nick, take us out. I, I had something awesome to say. That Big Tom said, oh, an eye for a cockeye, a tooth for a gold tooth. Let's go, Rangers. We'll catch you again next week. Let's go. See you guys later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Stay rock. All right. And that is for the video portion of it. But we're going to stick around here for the audio portion of the show. Um, PJ, it's our favorite time of the week. We're going to make some bets. Nick, you want to stick around? You're going to peace out. I'm going to peace out. I'm out like All a right, fucking dodgeball. We'll see you. We'll see you later, Nick. All right, TJ. We got PGA picks. PGA Tell picks. Tell us where we're at, I didn't do too much research again. So uh, Byron Nelson. The Byron. Oh, the Byron Nelson. Byron Nelson, baby. So we had Max Homa winning. Uh, we didn't have him in our picks. Would have been a great pick. But Max Homa definitely uh, – Making himself out there, four wins on the PGA in about 18 months. I mean, he's coming on strong, great ball striker. Yeah. So, you know, he's making his presence felt. Um, we should have had him. Should have had him. That would have been a good pick, but we did not. Rook, you had a couple caches in the uh, top 10, I believe. I did. I had Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, and I had uh, Keegan Bradley, who they both actually tied for second. They were a six under. They lost by two strokes to uh, Max Homa, but – yeah, I mean that was that was pretty solid picking, and I I told you I was blind coming into it. But before we go into our picks, the Byron Nelson, I just want to talk about once again Piper Golf. Uh, that is a sponsor for the PJ picks. They have different balls. They have uh, you know this is the blue one right here. They look pretty awesome. Uh, I can't wait to get my uh, hands on that. Yeah, I, we both bought a sampler pack. So sampler pack's pretty good. It's it's twenty nine ninety nine. Use our promo code. You get ten percent off. You score ten. Piper Golf, Piper.golf, go to their website. Let's go pull out one of the balls. So one of the cool things they do is I don't know if you do this, but I do this all the time, DJ, for my drives. Not so much for putting, but I like to draw a line on there. They actually have it on there. Mm-hmm. That's a nice putting line. I, I usually draw law the triple track, kind of what Callaway did, but yeah. Stole that because you can seven bucks on Amazon. You can get your own uh, little stencil and draw a triple track on there. I like to use that for putting. Not that yeah. I'm much of a putter, but uh, it, it, cool it have the... gives you an idea where the ball's rolling, but those are some sweet looking golf balls. I cannot wait to come over your house and get my golf balls. Cause I've been playing a lot of golf and I, uh, I gotta say I played this week and I lost a whole bunch of golf balls. So they, I'm in desperate need of some golf balls. I played some shit golf. And the reason why I showed it up there really for a long time was because if you look close enough, the number underneath the Piper is the color of which ball you use. And so they have different types. So each ball is, is the gold one gold. Uh, underneath the number is gold, like the line. Nice. Pulling out for you, but yeah, so they basically have green. They have blue. It's like an infomercial, but I'm just so excited about these black, and then they have gold. Um, each one is based upon your handicap. So the better you are, yeah, the better the ball is. So I'm a green type of guy. I was going to say. Range. You're probably more. That's what I like about the uh, the sampler pack. I, I, oh, that's beautiful. I, I was going to say I'm probably somewhere between black and gold. Um, yeah, I'm like a 15, 16 handicap. I bounce back and forth. I can play as low as a 12 or as high as a 20. It, it depends on, you know, how I'm swinging that week, if I got uh, any practice on the range. Um, but, I, I, I mean, just if you check out their website, it's very intuitive. It lets you know exactly what you're getting as far as feel, spin, um, soft. 
toughness with the ball, uh, the feel of the ball, the club face, yeah. and uh, distance. distance. So if yeah. you're struggling with distance, there's a golf ball for you. If you're one of those people that really likes to get the feel off the golf ball, especially with your wedge shots, get it to stop and, and maybe run backwards a little bit, they got a golf ball for you. And I absolutely love the fact that they have a sampler pack, let you go out there, find the ball that fits your game, use the website to figure out what your game is and, and fit that ball to you. And I mean, as far as the price goes, you're getting a premium golf ball at, you know, a discount price. How do you go wrong there? Yeah, you can't. And the thing is cool. They have, I think they have a quiz on their website too to, pick, to help you pick yep. which ball to use, which is pretty cool. I'm a green. I'm a weekend warrior. You're a weekend warrior, but you're much better than I am. <laughs> Not that much better. But we love, the thing is cool about Pepper Golf is they're, they're more for the, they aim for the casual golfer like us. They're, they want, you know, uh, guys who are not country club snobs. We are the casual crush some beers, drunk, smoke some cigars, have a good time. It's all about the experience. Well, it is about the golf for us. Throw That's a little country anyway. music on the outdoor speaker and let it rip. Oh, yeah, a little, yeah, definitely some country music. Listen to some, even uh, throw some Merle Haggard on there, some Willie Nelson. Hell yeah. Some old school stuff, even some old school, uh, like rock, like uh, classic rock stuff. Absolutely. You know, I, like, I like that too. Uh, put a little, uh, who do I usually play? I'm trying to think. Yeah, of I'm, I, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, 90s alternative. Give me a little Hootie and the Blowfish, and I'll, I'm in the zone. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, too. I like that. That's pretty sweet. Absolutely. But we're not here to talk more about Piper Golf. No, let's give you let's give you some picks. Let's try. Let's Listen, we've, we've been hot. We've been hot this year. We, we had a bad hot. week last year. But, Rook, you did get some cashes in the top 10. So, we got the Byron Nelson. Um, Scotty Scheffler back in the field. He's the favorite, plus 950. Just um, take him. Just take Dude, see, I, I, I'm throwing him in my bet. That's, I mean, you he's not going to be my pick to win, but I'm taking him. I'm putting some money on him because Scotty Scheffler back in there. I am going to ride that train until he goes cold because I, he I is red hot. Same way. Red hot. I'm going to stick with him probably top 10, top 22 because might not be as much of a payout on top 20 or in the top 10. Um, I'm sorry, my app for some reason needs to be updated right now, so I don't have. No, to yeah, that. I had to do that before too, and yeah. you know, clear a whole bunch of things. But yes, yeah, so I got what to him on top ten and top twenty on Fanduel. One second, let me give you all wagers. So, oh, let me find it. I'm not making it easy on me. <laughs> no, it's not. This is a lot of silence. Trying to tweak this thing out. All right. So Scotty Scheffler in top 10 is plus 115. So you make a little bit more on your money. Uh, even, almost like even even money. I'll yeah, take top, top 20 is minus 180. So you're not going to want to take him there. No, nah, um, probably not there. Top, top five plus 220. That's not a bad thing. Get double your money back. Give that, me not- give me Scotty plus uh, top 10. That's going to be my pick this week. Scotty, top 10, plus 115. I'll take it. It's almost even money. Put like 20, 30 on it. I'll take the even money on that. You can't. Absolutely. Why bet against him at this point? He's the hottest player in golf. You, you can't, dude. You absolutely can't. Um, I think looking at it right now, um, I, I, I'm liking Jordan Spieth here, plus uh, 1,700 for the win. I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm just waiting for that Jordan Spieth reemergence. I, I mean, you know, listen, Justin Thomas, Jordan speed Rory McIlroy they all came out hot they all lost a little bit a uh, little step or two they're all right around it uh Rory McIlroy has been hitting the ball very well lately he's not putting it all together uh, you know for a, a tournament but he's right there in the mix um but I, I think Jordan Spieth is one of those guys where 
he he puts the ball in play very well. He's great at ball striking. He's good at finding fairways. And he just makes magic happen. I mean, when you think he's out of it, he will hold a bunker shot. He he will just get – he will put that ball in close. I think uh, Spieth's biggest problem lately has been his putter. He's been almost, you know, I don't know if it's like a hitch, but he he, he can miss that 18-inch putt <laughs> pretty easily. But yeah, I think he can pull it all together. I think he's – out of those three guys, Rory, uh, uh, Thomas, and, and – uh, Speeth, I think Speeth is going to pull it all together. I like him the most as far as the win goes in the Byron Nelson. I think he, I think he could put it all a, a perfect, you know, round together, get it rolling, and I, I like it plus seventeen hundred. How do you go wrong? You can't go wrong with that. And I think well, I'm going to go with. So I don't think I don't think I don't know if he played last week, but the week before he was in the mix. Um, was it Mexican Open? Mexico Open. Uh, John Rahm won that one, but Cameron Champ was in the mix there. So I'm going to yep. go Cameron Champ plus four ninety. What's that? I got forty plus forty six hundred. Yeah, for the winner, but I'm going to take him top ten plus okay. four ninety. Like it, um, and you know I'll probably take him as a winner as well, just because it's good odds plus forty six hundred. Uh, other guy too is up there right now is uh, is your guy Sam Burns. We bet on him before earlier in the season. Uh, I'm going to take him uh, top ten as well plus two forty. Those give me my three picks. I was going to say Sam Burns was going to be my pick top ten plus two forty. I like those odds. I like how Sam Burns has been striking we the pick ball a lot. Yeah, we do a lot of like <laughs> plays very well. I, I'm very comfortable with a top ten for Sam Burns. Like I said, uh, Speed is my guy for the win, but I yeah. will 100 be putting money on Scotty Scheffler because until he doesn't make you money, you know you got to yeah, keep that. Keep going. You, you ride that horse, man. You ride it until it quits on you. I believe, I I trust me. I'm the same way on that one. So I think that's. You have any other picks? Anything? Uh, any props? I know you so much like don't run into the props and stuff. I you know what. Um, when it comes to the top twenty, there's there's a lot of guys in the mix that I like that are is plus decent money, and it, it's going to sound you know a little out there, but I like uh, Kevin Kisner plus three twenty. Kevin mm-hmm. Kisner being plus top twenty. Kevin Kisner is one of those guys. Listen, he doesn't drive the ball you know as far as everybody else on tour. He's a little below average in driving distance, but he's just a solid all around player. He's amazing on on the greens he sinks putt from all over the place and it's a tough field you got a pretty heavy field this week but i like kevin kisner to be in the mix plus 20 i can see him doing without a problem so plus 320 on kevin kisner in the top 20 uh, that that's gonna be my bet all right uh i'm gonna do one more top i'm gonna do top 20 with you then i'll pick some i'm gonna go with aaron wise plus 240 there's no rhyme and reason just gonna throw it out there (laughs) Throw, throw it on aaron wise plus 240 I like it. All right, so I have Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth winning. I have, uh, we both said uh, for the top 10, what, Cameron Champ? Cameron Champ and Scotty Scheffler. Well, for me, well, anyway, I'm not taking the top 10. T- I'll take him for the win. I'm going to take then, Cameron uh, Champ for the win as well. Yep, and then uh, top 20, I'm going with my man Kevin Kisner. And I'm going to go with Aaron Wise. Uh, I think I have one more top 10. I can't remember who else I picked. <laughs> this is fantastic. I I don't think Tony Finau is in the mix. So he's uh, not. He's not. It's just <laughs> tough. It's tough for me to pick a top ten. But those are our picks. Basically, go back and listen to my other top ten. I don't remember. It was like two minutes ago. I don't remember already. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us for the PGA picks. Check out Piper Golf. Piper Check golf. us out on TikTok too. We're going to post a lot of uh, golf content as well on there. Uh, but go to Piper Golf. Uh, promo code Score Ten for ten percent off your entire purchase. 
And like I said, the, this hat is actually super comfortable. Yours is on the way. Um, oh, my hat didn't get there yet? No. So this is the thing I was actually going to talk about. This is customer service. Piper Golf is actually incredible. I ordered, um, and you're get going to get free shipping over $50. But what happened was your hat comes from a different warehouse. So they were going to charge it. me $4 to ship it. I contacted customer service. They answered almost immediately. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's a total mistake on our part. Here's a promo code. Promo code didn't work. I said, all right, I'm still getting charged for $4. They said, don't worry about it. We're going to credit you back. Not only the free shipping, I mean, the, the cost of shipping the hat, but and then some, a little bit more. So we nice. got a little money back because of them, because of the issue with the free shipping. They're going to fix that. Uh, but listen, Piper Golf, great customer service. Uh, so far, the balls look awesome. We're going to test them out soon. The hat feels great. I'm probably going to wear this for the rest of the week. Uh, so I'm excited about this. Piper Golf, Piper.golf. Uh, promo code score 10 for 10% off your entire purchase. So TJ, thank you again for uh, going through us. Give us some picks. I'm just pissed. Hopefully. You got your hat and I don't have my hat. And I'm jealous. <laughs> Very jelly aren't, right now. Aren't, aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for tuning into us with the scoreboard X podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to us and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, no, all of it says scoreboard addicts pod is the handle. And then you also have the, um, our Twitter account score addicts pod, get rid of the board for the Twitter, but check us out on Twitter. We tweet a lot all the time. We're on TikTok every single day. Check out the Rook report. We do. I post pictures of TJ golfing, which he doesn't know this, but on TikTok every single day. So check, <laughs> check out TJ <laughs> golfing. Uh, and we'll see you guys around. Thank you for joining us again. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.